0: In this week episode of The Business of Making, we have a different conversation to the one we usually have on this show, and it's a good one. We're going to be talking about your personal values and beliefs, and how open should you be about polarizing topics in your handmade business. It's a good one. Let's dive in. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is The Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmayer, and Jess Van Den.
1: We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out
2: reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success.
0: Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the business of making podcast episode 35 and today we are going to talk about how often should you be about polarizing topics in your handmade business and this is deb as always i'm joined with by joined by <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes good <laughs> everyone
0: and mick hello but before i dive in i wanted to take uh, a minute to share a really nice review that danny wrote on i believe itunes Um, and we love those reviews. We love you guys so much and the community that we're creating with this podcast. And Danny said, you ladies are such motivation. Sometimes as makers, we forget that we're not alone. Being a work at home mom, you forget that there are others out there that might feel the same, overwhelmed, tired, and it can feel very lonely sometimes. Listening to your podcast really peps me up and makes me feel that I'm not alone. And we all need that reminder that we matter. And sometimes we really need help. And now we have you here to help us. So thank you, ladies. This made me so happy when I read that because. That's so lovely. Yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, I'm not a work at home mom. I'm just a, like, a work at home lady. Work at home lady? Yeah. (laughs) So I don't have the key part, but I've definitely felt that so many times that feeling of like, this is so hard. No one understands what I'm doing. It's so lonely. And then so when you find that community of people who are doing it with you, it's mm. a very lovely feeling, so I'm so glad that we are able to to create that community around the podcast. And thank you so much, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. And hey, come and join us in the Facebook group, people, yep. if you haven't already. Yeah, and leave us more reviews like that because they're so lovely. <laughs> no, we can't get <laughs> okay, enough of it. Yeah. We do like those. tell good. us how much we matter. <laughs> yeah, and it does help us reach more people because it's all you know, it's all iTunes SEO or God knows how it works, but it definitely helps us in the rankings, and that means more people can uh, stop feel lonely and you know just feel a bit better when they're. Listen to us, Um, but yeah. So today, polarizing topics. Is this going to be a polarizing episode? We shall see. A robust discussion, as we call it. (laughs) Robust discussion. And I feel like I'm not ready for it because I must say I didn't even tell you girls before we started recording. But something catastrophic happened this morning in my house, which is that I ran out of coffee. So I feel like I'm not prepared for this level. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a new topic. But, yeah, so... we do an episode on... There's a polarizing belief for you. I don't drink caffeine. Yeah, see, that is... (laughs) I mean, I don't even know how we're friends, but... You drink tea though. There's, there's. It's not. No, I don't drink caffeinated tea. I drink rooibos, so there's no
1: caffeine in it. I don't drink any caffeine. No, I'm actually ever. just
0: jealous because I've tried quitting a few times and I can't. Like I can't get past 10am without a headache. That's like drink coffee oh, now. Oh, wow,
1: well, you have to go
0: through the withdrawals. I did that's that. It yeah. was nasty. Yeah, I think I have to like pretty much cross off two weeks of my calendar and go like, this is not a holiday, but I'm not going to get anything done
1: because I won't have coffee. Like, we're joking, but this is one of those jokey, polarizing beliefs that people do like so come down on one yeah, side or the true, other. On. So it's like, you know, coffee, everything. And you see it in our handmade space that you're like, coffee is life and I can't survive without it and all that sort of stuff. And I used yeah. to be that person. Yeah. And now the I'm same just like,
0: alcohol. No, like, yeah. yeah. Mind yeah. Time. Yeah. Wine time. See, Mm -hmm. I do both. I do wine and coffee. I mean, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I do wine. (laughs) Not too much of it, eh? But just, you know, just a bit. But anyway, yeah. Why did we want to talk about this? I think um, a good way to approach it is because when you grow and start your own business, usually you're alone when you start. You might hire people later down the road and create like an entire sort of, you know, I don't know, company, <laughs> mm-hmm. at first it's really you and your personal belief. And so there's a bit of a question here of how much of that should be a part of your brand, how much of those personal beliefs should be made public and or not, and in which case uh, you should or not share opinions that you might have on sometimes politics, sometimes religion, or anything in between really. Sometimes coffee, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think it's really important, especially – I think you'd have to be living under a rock to be unaware of the way things are going in the world at the moment with, Mm -hmm. you know, extreme polarization in politics and, you know, uh, there seems to be more of that happening. And so it's spilling, especially on social media. And of course, what do we use to market our businesses? Social media. Yeah. Uh, And obviously I think different social media sort of lend themselves to different types of interactions and conversations, but it can be difficult, I think, for some people to decide on like how much, how open to be about certain things. Like, for example, uh, the three of us, none of us are religious, but that's not really something that we use as part of our marketing, Mm. is it? Yeah. Uh, Whereas it could be if we really wanted it to be. I mean, Mm. with this podcast, I guess we kind of talk about, you know, we're about being very practical and down to earth and we don't talk about, you know, um, (laughs) the law of, what is it, law of attraction or spirit guides or, you know, all that sort of what we call woo-woo because it's not something we personally deal with in our lives or, or, you know, um, believe in. So, you know, we don't really talk about that generally on this show. Like we don't like say it every episode, do we? We just kind of have that in the back of our minds that when we're deciding what we're going to talk about, that's something that we you know, we, we just don't talk in that language because it's not something that's part of our lives. Mm. Mm.
2: I think, um, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit here, but I think part of that is too, that obviously we don't, um, I think a lot of people are scared of turning people off or losing customers, but Mm. at the same time, like we don't want to offend people as well. So like, even though in our own individual three lives, we're not religious or like, Woo oriented. Mm. Um, I think the reason we don't talk about it too much is because it could come across as very der- derisive, derisive mm. um, which is would not be our intention. So I think that's probably a reason why we don't discuss that stuff so much. Um, mm. But I think there's other areas in people's businesses and values and core beliefs and politics and all that stuff where, personally, I think people could be more forward and open without offending the other side, because again, I think I'm jumping ahead probably, (laughs) but (laughs) my, my personal belief is that, um, your values make up your overall purpose of your business. And what I mean by purpose, brand purpose is like, it's a, it's a, it's a something, a something that people can get behind. Mm. So that sort of links in with where I'm at with my values and my core business values and, just where I land on, I guess, the political spectrum is I want to use my platform to um, further this core belief that other people can also get behind. So Mm. that's where I'm coming from, that I think, yes, I should infuse all of my um, values and my, I guess, politics into my brand because I'm using that as a platform to further that cause, which is the brand purpose does that make sense i feel like i just Mm, said a lot of words there i think yeah i I get what you're saying you're saying that you know our business has a
1: has a why Mm -hmm. that's a way of saying it we have a why our businesses have a why and there are core values that underline that why and where those core values align with maybe a social cause or a political cause or religious whatever it might be Mm -hmm. that might be something to bring into your marketing to reinforce those core values, yes. if it makes sense. Yeah. If
2: it makes sense, and this is might mm-hmm. be where we kind of land on this too maybe after more discussion, is that I think perhaps when your why doesn't align with what your core values are in that it just is kind of irrelevant, that's where bringing those like strong voices into your marketing is probably not a good idea Mm-hmm. What do you guys wouldn't reckon? that be
0: really rare though because as the builder of the business your why would usually align with
2: no yeah sorry i don't i don't mean that i just mean like if your um overall purpose is something about the environment let's say because you're doing sustainable whatever yes. it is then that's obviously a good cause that you can get behind and mm-hmm. like bring into your marketing but if you also and this is my problem a little bit if you also have really strong feelings about like several other different causes, you don't necessarily want to bring all of those into your marketing yeah, as well yeah, because they yeah, are yeah. not aligned with that like inv- environmental or whatever it might be. So that's mm. what I mean with not being aligned in that way. Yeah. Like too many messages kind of. So it mm. kind of dilutes mm-hmm. your main marketing message that you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I agree. And I think, you know, I mean, we all have, I think we all have personal belief the three of us are pretty aligned which is why we can work together and we like each other Mm. and we're not like they're just arguing all the time (laughs) um and we're actually friends but it's you know we are not putting this in front in our business all of those different beliefs that we have because if not it would just turn into like a charity activist kind of like business and it's not what we're Mm. actually doing but with that said i think it's pretty obvious in our way the way we teach the way we talk what we say on our websites and blogs and all of that that there's still like an underlying like if we were to ask people what do you think Deb's opinion is on this or Mick is on this although we don't say it I'm pretty sure people would know where we stand and on which side of
2: well I don't know like I don't know if we put that across that much <laughs> it would be super interesting yeah that would be really interesting to see if people um would come up with the same conclusion as to what we actually think about things mm. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yeah, imagine maybe. if not, then I'd be feeling
0: a bit weird about that. I'd be like I need to actually be more vocal then. I don't know.
2: Yeah, mm. I, I think it's, I mean, this is maybe where we're coming to as well is I want to be represented as as who I am and I want my business mm. to be represented as to who I am and what I believe in. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't matter that much if mm. the people listening or the people, you know, the audience don't have the same exact same values Mm. and so I think like there's probably a lot of stuff that I feel extremely strongly about but I wouldn't be concerned if our audience didn't feel as strongly as me because I Mm. know I'm like bleeding heart left wing like greeny all the way sort of thing and (laughs) they don't you know not everyone is like that, and that's totally fine it doesn't make their views less valid Mm. Um, means that we might have some robust conversations (laughs) yeah but I I think this is a really good point to pick on here
1: because it seems like especially on social media the ability to have um polite conversations about topics where people have differences of opinions is very lacking these days yeah Yeah. right it seems to have i mean i remember twitter back in when it started like what 2007 2008 i loved it i would chat to all sorts of people it was lovely and i find every time i get on there i mean i unfollow i literally unfollowed everybody recently on my twitter account because i was just you know, I was over the fighting that was happening, mm. you know, because I followed heaps of different things and different topics. Um, but I feel like we are losing the ability to have civil conversations on social media.
2: Well, because it's fucking social media. It's not face-to-face, you know. Yeah. Like, so you're missing. A problem with the internet. Like... Yeah, but
1: my point is that if you do decide to be vocal about a particular polarising belief on your social media, it may end up being a problem because mm. of that issue. Like if you were talking face-to-face with somebody about it, then it might be fine. Like you could have a civil conversation. But if you if you open yourself up really um, obviously about a potentially controversial issue, you will get people f- like arguing with you. You'll get people trolling you. You'll get um, people saying, you know, leaving your business. You'll also get there'll be a silent amount of people who won't ever work with you again because they have the complete opposite belief and they don't want to in, uh, in, in, interact or give you money mm. because they don't want to support your belief in, about that particular issue. Mm-hmm. So that's the risk you take. Um, now, at the same time, of course, we always say, you know, you've know, got to find your people, your ideal customer. Mm-hmm. It's okay to turn some people off and so on. But you may not want your brand to be in any way controversial or um, known as a a brand that feels this way or that way about a particular topic. Mm. It might not be something you're willing to take on.
0: Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's a really good point because it is about uh, your, I can't think of the word, but like, Stick with itness, I guess, mm-hmm. in terms of the amount of controversy and hate that could be leveled against you. Like, if you believe in the thing so strongly and you really want to get the word out and raise awareness of whatever it is, then maybe your stick with itness is going to be sort of strong enough to withstand all that, like, shit that you'll get mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And that will be fine. If you're not willing to cop that and you just, Want to be a little bit more relaxed about it? Then definitely, that's completely fine. Mm, oh, absolutely fine. You don't do it. <laughs> like, just find some other way. It doesn't have to be through your business. Just you know, make yeah. money for something instead. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's there's all different ways to go about things. So, yeah, I guess it's going back to the social media like arguing thing. Um, it's really. Like I understand why it happens because obviously people are passionate about whatever it is they believe in and if someone says anything that's even remotely the opposite, then you as a person assume a lot of things about that other person Mm. and so you immediately label them and put them into a box and like, oh, well, you're a misogynist, so... i
1: I feel like that's an experience that you've lived through (laughs) uh,
2: yes i've also been labeled so yeah exactly uh, yeah it goes both ways and you know it gets to a point where uh i don't know there's just so many things that i could say about this but it gets to a point where you need to really educate yourself but not about the topic but about like communication with people yeah i like to drop like
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. did you mean to? Come no, now. you go. Yep. Um, a couple of books that I've read last year that I've are sort of around that topic and that really I really enjoyed reading. The first one was uh, "Well That Escalated Quickly" mm. by uh, Francesca. I'm just reading now the title because it's actually "Well That Escalated Quickly: Memoirs and Mistakes of an Accidental Activist."
2: Oh, and, uh, I
0: think I
2: would like that. Yeah, it's really good.
0: It's really good, and she's brilliant. She's got a YouTube channel too. She's really funny. Really, um, I think I discovered her on Marie Folio an interview Mm -hmm. that she did with her and I was like oh this lady is really great and she got that book out and it's really about how she uh, ended up being an accidental activist on the internet because she was just opening her mouth and saying what she was saying and then the discussion of that book is really how do we Communicate in this digital world, and how do we not, you know, agree necessarily, but do it in a way that's respectful? And Mm. how do we deal with social media rants and call-out walls and trolls? And I'm going to unfriend you because you said that. And you know, like, how do we actually deal with all of that? So I thought it was it's a really great book, um, just for you personally, and as a business owner as well, especially Mm. you're going to have some opinions that you're going to put out there um, that your brand is going to put out there and, and then you find that people are commenting and there's those, you know, crazy conversations happening. I think it's really interesting to read that. And then the other one was a Brené Brown. Um, damn it. What is it called? It's the one that I just read last weekend. Uh, I'm pretty
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it the... Um, the
0: Wilderness one. Yes. I think it's the latest one. Oh, no, Braving it's not a the latest way. one. Braving... No, it's an older one.
2: Oh, Wait. Dang.
0: Braving the wilderness, I think it's gold.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because it's all about um the, the wilderness being that like awkward space basically yeah. of unknown and like figuring out how to come to things with, I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it's kind of <laughs> like the quest, of, she calls it good. the quest
0: of true <laughs> belonging, which is like not necessarily, mm-hmm. belonging isn't being a part of a social group and trying to belong doesn't mean trying to like fit in. She's like belonging is the opposite of fitting in. Fitting in is like trying to change your, like yourself to, to fit mm-hmm. in the social group. Uh, belonging is being able to be a part of this group while staying true to yourself and to your own beliefs. And so, how, and so she definitely goes into like how do you talk people who really disagree with you on big topics that you find really uncomfortable uh, Well, you know. Yeah, anyway, it's a great book. I couldn't... It's,
2: it is really great and she has loads of really good examples in there of mm. how, you know, she herself has certain views on some things and that even contradicts like her own religion and her yeah. own everything and then how, you know, other people again have labelled her because of some certain mm-hmm. things and then she has to sit down and go, well, actually this, this and this and how she's made mistakes and, you know, it's... it's um, mm. very good to get yourself thinking about how you interact with people around the topics that you're passionate about yeah which I'm working on continuously <laughs> yes
1: hey there maker if you're loving the show you can show us your support by becoming one of our patrons on patreon for as little as a dollar a month We have behind the scenes content. We've got shout outs. We've got links happening. There's a whole bunch of different rewards for becoming a supporter. So head on over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support to find out more. It will really help us to make sure we can keep bringing this show to you every single week. And I think another important point I just wanted to bring up was about because you see people saying, oh, someone's left this message on my Instagram or someone's put this post on my Facebook page and I'm like, I am firmly of the belief that you own that space mm-hmm. when it comes to a business. Okay, so mm. this is different from free speech and that's a whole other issue and I'm a big proponent of free speech. However, when it comes to your business, mm. you have these spaces specifically to market your business. That's why they exist. So I think... It does you, it behooves you if somebody says something that's just awful, you can block it or delete it or get rid of it. Now, the, the, the I think the caveat with this is if you are opening yourself up and being really open and honest about a particular polarizing belief, you have to decide, okay, well, am I just going to, if I'm doing this on my business page, my Instagram, my Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Am I going to, I, I can go one of two ways. I can let it be a hug box. In other words, I'm going to delete every single comment that disagrees with me. Mm. Or am I going to go with the, let people have their opinion and then reply to them and show how I like show my integrity or whatever mm. through the way I deal and re- respond to those people publicly. Mm. So that's kind of the two ways you can go mm. and you'll get, you'll get flack whichever way you go. Cause people will go, Oh, you've just deleted all the negative comments. You can't handle disagreement, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And the other way you'll have to actually deal with the the negative comments and they will be there existing in your business space. So
0: Mm.
1: think about that before you decide to go in that direction, decide which of those strategies you're going to use. Mm.
2: I think it's so important and it really does come back to your um, core core values and core business values because if you do – get sucked into, re- sucked into replying to everything in a bad way, as in you're really emotional and you're getting yeah. heated and angry, yes. then that is not necessarily what you want your business values to be represented by. You need to always be thinking of your brand. And if mm-hmm. your replies are representing your brand true to what those values are, go for it. Keep going. Like it's that, stand mm-hmm. with it. It's like if you are committed to this point of view and it's important to get that across then you just keep going and that's completely fine. Mm. But as soon as you start like, you know, going a little bit of a rant and maybe like using a few too many swear words, Michaela Danvers, um, <laughs> that's probably when you need to bring it back a little bit. <laughs> Can we tell she's been told off on social media this um, Not so much of my business because um, because I am still trying to figure out what I want my sort of, you know, one one thing to be that i um use my platform because i'm just too passionate about too many things um i haven't really been that vocal on the business side of things about you know any one topic um but on my personal page yes 100 i'm sure i have many many male friends who have unfollowed me because they're just sick of hearing about my feminist bullshit (laughs)
0: like oh well see you guys but that's too bad for them you know like and 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 it's hard. Like I've had conversation. I think Miki have been part of them sometimes on my own page where I post something, mm. someone that I haven't talked to for 15 years is suddenly commenting something that you're like, <laughs> Oh, I disagree. And I haven't <laughs> talked to you in 15 years and I didn't even like you so much back then. <laughs> and so you're like, I'm going to go hard on this. And then it's really hard to, to not go. And that's why that well, that escalated quickly book is all about. Mm. You just want to unfriend. You just want to go and say, you know, we don't have to be friends on social media anymore. I just want to block you out. But then it's like, what, what does that do? Like, you know, so I'm always trying to engage in like a respectful way, but that doesn't always go that way either. Like then you can end up in those, you know, the the other person might not know how to engage. And then that's when you you find yourself going, do I delete? Do I not? It's, it's, it's tricky. Like we're not, we don't have an easy solution here. Mm. This is why I tend to keep this stuff to my personal, like my personal Facebook page is
1: probably the only place I like will share articles and discuss like potentially polarizing or controversial topics because the people like, and my posts are friends only. And I friend, I, I a few years ago made the decision to only friend people on Facebook that I actually know in like in real life. Mm. I'm sure. I mean, I do still have some friends on there that I made previous to that decision Who people I only know online, but I actually did a big cull as well and got rid of a whole bunch of people. I'm like, right. So these people who are still here are real friends mm. um, or family. And sometimes family. Actually, <laughs> I had some very robust discussions with some family members <laughs> uh, a year or two ago. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's my personal choice because for me, um, there are there are aspects of my own businesses that I'm. It doesn't really matter, like you know, that's it's not what it's about. Like for create and thrive, for example. It's about supporting people. It's about helping. And I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what your religion is. Like, it doesn't matter as long as you have the same values yeah. about things, you know, like, you know, the people in that community are really caring and really supportive mm-hmm. of each other. We don't discuss those things because it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Um, everybody, everybody treats people with respect. Those sorts of values are what matters. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care about whether you're this way or that way on any particular topic. And with my jewelry business now, that's one, I'll use this as an example of where we had to be open or we chose to be open uh, about a certain topic. We make wedding rings. We had a big marriage public in Australia about whether same-sex couples should be able to get married or not. Mm. And I felt like I had to be open about which way I sat on that because, mm. you know, we make wedding rings. I didn't want to ignore the topic. I thought it was important enough to um, discuss it and be open about it. And also like in our marketing, um, like the photos we share of our customers and the actual listings we have, uh, we have always had and been open to and have sold wedding rings to same-sex couples way before that ever was an issue in Australia, you know, back when it happened in America and even before that. And so for me, the choice was like, well, obviously I'm going to say we're on this side of of that particular Mm -hmm. debate because Mm. i felt like it was the right business choice to make Mm. but also the right value judgment choice to make in that particular circumstance Mm. yeah Mm.
2: i think um exactly what you've said there this is where we stand on this is a Mm. really really good way to put across the values so i i i'm sure lots of listeners might might not be aware of reddit it's sometimes extremely awful um for lots of things but (laughs) i came across um i don't even know how but i came across a subreddit which is a forum called mens lib and i'm like oh here we go what's this about but um (laughs) but to my surprise and um like glee and pleasure i'm i'm so happy i found it um it is a, a community of 64,000 men talking about men's liberation in, in the way that they are talking about men's issues in a very respectful way and they very, very firmly identi- uh, sorry support feminism. So mm. And they put that out there straight away. They're like, this is where we stand on this topic. These are the reasons why. If you disagree, you're still allowed to be here, but just know that if you post anything inflammatory, like you 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 know, you'll be banned or whatever. I just felt like that was a very nice way of um putting across and exactly as you have said, Jess, like this is where we stand on this topic. Mm. And you're not really putting it out to the audience. Like you don't you're not saying if you're you know, if you don't agree with me, fuck off. <laughs> you know, no, not, not at, at all. all. And uh, it's not even saying you should think this way, which I think is where mm-hmm. a lot of the arguments happen because it's like you, you, your opinions are wrong and you should think this way. It's more about this is where I stand. This is what I believe in. This is what my business values are. And then that's kind of it. Like mm-hmm. then you leave it up to the customer and the audience to do what they will with that. Mm. Yeah. And you can decide how
1: blatant you're going to be like for like I literally I think I put one social media post and one blog post up during that time Mm -hmm. that's the only time I've blatantly mentioned it the rest of the time it's just if you ever if you spend any time looking at our reviews or looking at our uh the posts on my Instagram you'll see photos of same-sex couples Mm -hmm. just because they're our customers like of course I'm going to share it so Mm -hmm. it's it's just sharing who they are and who we are and not being pushy about it, not being even activist about it at all. It's just like, it's just the way it is.
2: Yeah. So I think that's for our too, business
1: that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I think it's to a good point to figure out for yourselves and for your business, how activist you are, because mm. that's going to make a big difference. If you feel like you need to be more of an activist, then be more of an activist in your business and your personal life and however you want. But if you don't want to be that, then mm. don't, that's totally fine. You know, yeah. like it's, as I was saying before, like there's other ways that you can contribute to any certain cause that you w- want to support. Mm. Yeah, I think it's um,
0: – it's, I'm not even sure how to wrap this up because we could talk for like two hours and I'm trying <laughs> to find a way to express like, you know, how do we conclude this? And we can't really. Like there's not going to be a, you know, you should do this if case A or B or you should mm. do this. So it's really a matter of really diving deep into why – What do I, do I want my business to stand for something like this or not? And if not, that doesn't make you not an activist or not someone that's engaged in the. you know, like you can be that person on the personal sphere of your life. And then the business being a bit more of a, you know, toned down version of that. That's (laughs) completely cool. Um, but you really need to ask yourself that question of what do I want my business to stand for if anything? And then if I do want to put myself out there in public with stronger opinions, then what Jess was saying about knowing in advance, how you're going to react and engage with them is really important. Like how do I engage in a way that's respectful? Will I, what's my policy regarding like deleting comments or, you know, replying to things that are maybe full of anger and, you know, all of that stuff. So,
2: yeah, having a policy is a really yeah. good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah policies, you, you even recent policies, yeah. Then you can take a step back and go, okay, let's just look at what my step-by-step should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, the and language. that is so important too. If you feel yourself and you know
0: when you're feeling like it's it's a feeling inside, like there's a bit of fire and you're like typing a reply, Stop like yeah. absolutely stop. I've, I've done in, that. It
1: yeah. yeah. Like, you
0: can't do that. You have to walk away. It's okay. Like the person isn't expecting you to reply in the next two hours. I like, give yourself 24 hours before you even get closer to that. Not the computer, do some other work, but <laughs> to, the, to that comment again, cause you, you're never going to be at your best replying when you're like full of, you know, that. Anger, adrenaline, adrenaline, and frustration, and yeah, Mm. swear words, and (laughs) never. What are you
2: talking about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely take that step back, and that's
1: a great. I think that's great advice for any issue in your business. If you get an email from an unhappy customer, if you, whatever it is, don't ever reply straight away. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Off that. Oh, Oh, I'm not going to reply
0: to that email right now. go rent to I'm your husband go, and like, smell wife the or roses partner outside.
1: or yeah, yeah. someone else. Yeah, um, and then come back as
0: an adult and, and reply. Yeah. As, as <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to us uh, today. And we would love to hear from you in our Facebook community at thebusinessofmaking.com/slash/facebook. You can request to join the group. It's a lovely bunch of—I uh, was going to say ladies, but I'm pretty sure there's a few males in there as well. Yeah, um, so. makers uh, from all over the world, and we we love to uh, keep the conversation going in that group. So make sure you come and join us and leave a review subscribe to stitcher spotify itunes i don't know any other apps but wherever you listen to your (laughs) (laughs) podcast make sure that you subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode chat soon bye
2: thanks everyone bye